60 second extended review the live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop now streaming on Netflix now like a lot of fucking anime fans the idea of a live action version of shit puts a bad taste in our mouth why Ghost in the Shell, Bleach, Full Metal Alchemist, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, I want to alleviate a lot of fear here. It was actually fucking good. It was actually good. Now, I'm going to start off with my bad first. We're going to start off with the bad. My bad. I think Vicious is kind of a hard character for anybody to really pin down. And I just feel like. We could have got more from Vicious. You know, uh, I feel like maybe we could have went a different direction with the actor for Vicious. It actually took me a minute to adjust to his Vicious. But I will say when you, after, you know, seeing him a couple times, you adjust to him being Vicious. Um, My other bad, and we're going to, this is a spoiler. So for, two, we'll give it. 30 seconds. This is going to be a spoiler. So if you don't want to know what I'm about to spoil, but it's definitely a, a gripe and it's the one everybody's been wondering about. I have to fucking talk about it. So in five seconds, spoiler warning, take 30 seconds to just mute me and let it roll. Check your counter and come back in 30. So five, four, three, two, uno spoiler alert. Ed! Where the fuck was Ed? Ed got a fucking mention. He was fucking mentioned. She. She was fucking mentioned. That's it. Ed was fucking mentioned. So Ed exists in this universe as a hacker. But we didn't get any form of visual, a voice, nothing. It was like, I think Ed sent them some information. That was it. That, to me, I feel like it was just disappointing because <clears throat> there's no Ed. So, alright. I digress. Going back to normal. I didn't even count the 30. Hopefully I'm, I was done. <laughs> okay. Um, that's really all the bad I had. Everything else, Cowboy Bebop is a hard show to turn live action to make it make sense. Because the episodes, if you watched, which they have the, the regular anime on Netflix also. If you watch the regular anime episode by episode, you notice it's not like a straight shot story line. It's not Castlevania, where it's like a story, story, story all the way through. They They bounce, but as they bounce, they give... Each episode still ties into 
them and their journey that we see at the end of the season, at the first season, the anime. So nothing's really random, but episodes kind of seem random when they're not. It's the same here. A hundred percent. It's the same. They were able to do episodes in this first season of the live action that in some cases, like the anime, look kind of random, but they're not because at the end of the story, they tie. Because I remember the, the season, the ending of the, you know, the first season, which I was going to like, oh, damn. But it makes sense. Like, I watched it and it wasn't like, the fuck does this episode got to do with the... It works, man. And another thing, which is a hard thing to fucking do. One thing, the biggest fucking thing you got to give this live action version of Cowboy Bebop is this. The vibe. Cowboy Bebop is a whole fucking vibe. You understand me? Like, it, what it, its ability to switch vibes is fucking fantastic. And it's the music. It's the music, ambiance, and visuals and dialogue that it's, it's the vibe can switch. These motherfuckers can be on the ship doing psychotic crazy shit with a alien fungus cheese chasing after them, trying to kill them. Like a fucking episode of, of, of like fucking aliens and shit. And then have a moment in the next and just have a random moment later flying through space. Spike smoking a cigarette. And the music is in the background. Well, just a whole different vibe now. You went from some suspense alien type shit to just like super mellow, like you driving through your, like you driving your car late at night, windows down, temperature good, you're feeling good, just enjoying the drive with the great music playing. Like those, the fact that they're able to carry vibes in the live action. The same vibes we get from the fucking anime is in the live action. And it's so fucking great. One of the best moments was near the end. Uh, there's a club scene. And man, that's when I really noticed that they was able to just switch the vibe. Because if I think before, Spike just got done like maybe killing a bunch of motherfuckers. And then he was like reminiscing. Or he... Well... We don't even know if he was he was reminiscing. We were just getting a flashback or what have you. Um, because I was very tired, so I don't remember which which one of these. And the vibe just changed, and I was like, "Man, the way they changed that fucking vibe up is crazy." And I mean, fucking kudos! Look, they have the same uh, composer for the music. So that definitely made it 100% easier to switch the vibes. But oh my God. You really have to understand. If you if you a Cowboy Bebop fan, you know the vibes you can get from this show. Like some shit be real chill. Some shit is like, you know, it go from some real chill to action, action, fight, 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 fight. Like holy shit on some, on some 
some Bruce Lee shit, and then they may be on some Desperado shit. Like the vibes change, and then they could go for some real chill. You know, with my and she might be in the bathtub, and now the vibes are chill. Then you get Ed, and it's like now it gets a little zany. Like it's different. Ed has his shit. He run a, runs around. She runs around, and it may be like Animal House vibes for a minute. The vibes. They carried those same vibes into the show. And I fucking love them for doing it. They did it successfully. If they was not able to do that, it just, it wouldn't work. Um, My took a minute to grow on me. I'm going to be honest. My took a minute, but it's just one of those things because you're trying to turn a cartoon into a person. And for some reason, my just like human mind just was like, I just I couldn't but I gave it a moment a couple episodes and I was like okay she grew on me hands down Spike is our winner because Spike's a hard guy to pull off the way Spike walks and cut and talks kudos kudos I'm sorry I kept saying my when I meant to say Faye. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure some of y'all was like, my, who the fuck is my? I'm thinking about, uh, I'm, I have to do another review of another anime in a minute. So um, I'm tripping. Faye. Faye took a minute to grow on me. So sorry. Faye took a minute to grow on me. Um, but um, the the best actor in this series hands down. he spike was the hardest job and john cho pulled it off which just says it says so much to his ability i feel like nobody could have pulled off a better spike and make it believable because i think for anybody to try spike they would either overact him and it would be kind of comical you know, like like a Jim Carrey kind of like they would try so hard that he would it would look comical. And like for they literally had to mimic his fighting style. Like, how do you bring an anime fight style of a character that's kind of Spike is tall and lanky. He's tall and skinny. Let's keep it 100. So his fight style fits him. You know what I'm saying? And they literally mimicked his fighting style. Man. Fucking fantastic. The way he walked. I love that they kept doing like. Because you know Spike is a whole vibe. And there's times when Spike just be like. The, <laughs> whenever there was a scene. And he was coming in and starting off the episode. He had his headphones on listening to music. Like just kind of walking through the streets. Like yeah. Cigarette in his mouth not paying attention to shit yeah i was really expecting there to be here walking down the street and some little kids come running out the gas they got out the station with the little porn bags because i remember the episode where he went to go see the one chick which they did change stuff they did change stuff but it made sense what they changed like i was literally about to give an example of when he in the earlier episodes when spike reunites with some of the people who know him as fearless and I remember that the lady worked in the anime. She works in a gas. Uh, she works in like a convenience store. 
because the little kids steal the porn and then try to run out and bump straight into Spike. And she hems them up and sees them and is like, holy shit. That doesn't happen. She's there, absolutely. She does not run a store. She runs, I don't want to spoil it for you. She, she, she runs something else and does something else. But it fits the story because one of the things I didn't mention, which probably should have been first, was what they do here, what Netflix does. And you got to give them fucking points for it. And this is what also makes it good. They took what we know from Cowboy Bebop and gave us shit we didn't know. They created their own thing within the Cowboy Bebop universe, but not in a stupid fucked upish way. We've seen people take universes and create their own thing. No, they kept what we know. Vicious is a dick. Vicious is an asshole. Julia was vicious and became John uh, and became Spikes. And, and that shit went south and they tried to kill Spike. Like, we know all that. But we don't have the in-between. Kind of like, uh, like, we know that shit, but don't have a lot of in-between. We don't have a lot of meat in between there. Everybody who wondered what it was like with Spike and, and Fearless, I mean, with Fearless and Vicious, like, what was their relationship like? You know, the, the shit with Julia, what was that like? Like, what was he really like back then? Like, fully, 100%? We get that. We get to see the syndicate. We get to see fearless and vicious as fucking brothers in arms as they fucking head to the top of the universe of fucking crime. We see that. So we we get. Well, I won't say we get it because to be honest, to do that to your boy is kind of still some fucked up shit. But we we get to see like man this is this is where the shit goes south and then you see this is how fearless feels like he's he's put in a place out the gate from but because of you know him being his position in the syndicate his loyalty to vicious how the syndicate feels about vicious as opposed of how they feel about spike you know, he, he gets, he's in a rock and a hard place out the gate. And then the shit with Julia puts him in another rock, between a, another hard place. And it's like, fuck. But, and the loyalty, man, it's just so much. You see why these people stay together for as long as they do on this ship, because all of them are like really fucking loyal. Cause as you get their backstory, you see their loyalty to each other. They were loyal before they met each other. So once they created that bond, you know, in space, of course they stayed together. I mean, of course, in the anime, we know that the, if you haven't watched the anime, this is a fucking spoiler, so you probably don't want to pay attention. But we know in the anime, they split ways in the first season. Everybody kind of goes to, I don't know, I guess the word is find themselves or find the, their people. I think fake called it their people. You know, and it's just, I'm not going to say if they do that in the live action or not, I'm not going to say that. Uh, but like I said, Netflix does their own thing. They add a lot of meat we didn't get from before. Uh, they do 
give us a lot of scenes, scenes and characters. Um, well, not a lot of characters. That's not a lot of characters. I kind of wish we had more of the Cowboy Bebop characters in here. Really wish. Because, um, like, we had um, the, uh, was it Teddy Bomber or some shit? And I think he's, like, in the first couple anime episodes. And you can tell they did that to get the anime fans in the door and, and stick around. Like, let's go straight into, like, what, what's the first episode, first couple episodes of the anime. He's there, right? The bomber and the fucking ranger. The, well, the the cowboy bounty hunter. <laughs> we get the teddy bomber. We don't get the cowboy, which I was really kind of disappointed. I really wanted this motherfucker to, like, I wanted to hear that music play. And then he come riding up on a horse. I wanted that so fucking bad. Oh, I wanted it. And they denied it for the sake of the story, which I guess, uh, to be honest, they could have. Because it really wouldn't have changed the story any of where they were going. There was just, I, I think there's a lot of fucking over the topish funny moments. And to be honest, when he comes out with the horse, even Spike is like, what the fuck? Is he really on a horse? And he takes the horse everywhere. When he, I remember the anime when they were in the fucking high rise. And then this motherfucker gets out the elevator riding the horse. Like, what? That type of shit is very cowboy bebop-ish. Because despite it being like, what? It fucking never pulls you away from the story you're like you're still like you're still there you're still like that's believable for some reason i believe that character would do that shit we don't get a lot of that in the live action um that's not something you really notice after a while um there's plenty of light shit there are light shit it's not like super serious oh no Cause you put Spike and Faye, <laughs> Spike and Faye and, and the dog, you know, it's, it's, you know, vicious. I mean, not vicious. Um, damn, I forgot the dog's name. I mean, when you add Jet, damn, didn't start with... It was something short. Huh, I don't remember. But yeah, you know, Jet and Faye and Spike, they're still characters in themselves with their own individual personality. So it's plenty of light, funny shit going on, man. Um, which I love. Um, but those over-the-top Cowboy Bebop moments, we don't get, you know several things from the anime I had stuck in my head that I was hoping to see done visually, you know, we didn't get, um, but it was still good. So far, if I had to, if I had to gauge live action anime adaptations, this is hands down the best one. And oh my God, visually, I think we all seen the trailer where like, Spike is coming out of the ship and his ship is waiting out of the main out of Bebop and then going to his ship and you just see 
like as the doors open and you see his ship and the wings come and it's just and he flies off oh my god the visuals on that that's not a visual that you just get one time they really when the bebop comes down for a landing onto water onto that one planet it's just there's a lot of really fantastic visuals and it's like to be in the future as it is, you understand that planets, which only Star Wars really pulls that off well. Every planet's not going to be made the same. Some planets are going to be rich. Some planets are going to be poor. Some planets are going to be in between. Like all these planets are different. And you get that when you're on these planets, you really get a sense of how they are. And it's fucking believable. It's like, yeah. We got spaceships 100%. But we got cars. Four wheels and an engine. Yes, we got that. Flying in the space, we got that too. It just it it works, and you can't always pull that off. That shit got pulled off. Like I said, it was good. Dialogue, great. I think there were some lines John Cho could have did differently, because I feel like Spike would have might have been a little more. Oh, it's just something about his voice. Spike's voice is so different. So you can pick up humor. Like, even if he's holding a gun and aiming it at you, there's a way he can add humor to this shit. And it just work. While it's like, is is he... He's being funny, but he was fucking shooting me. And it's like, sometimes those moments weren't there. Especially with the shit where he was trying to just shoot Faye. He just wanted to kill Faye. It's like... It was hard to, it's like, you know, he was being a jerk, but he was being for real at the same time, but being a jerk, but it was some moments that was it's just really good, really great. Just between the actors and themselves, like Spike and Faye, Jet and, Jet and Spike, they held their own. Um, nothing bad to say about that. Visually, nothing bad to say. Ship looked great. The CGI looked great all the time. Um... Sometimes the fight scenes did look a bit slower motion than we needed. You know, probably because they're so hard to pull off these anime fight scenes in live action. That is like, yeah, we're going to have to slow that down to pull that off. Because there's no way we can move as fast as they're doing it. You know, even though granted, oh. I forget about uh, Kenshin. Uh, that is probably actually the best live action anime still to this date to ever be made. So my complete disrespect for forgetting about uh, Kenshin and his reverse blade sword. Um, those That anime, that live action franchise is what I'm going to fucking call it. Uh, is is fucking hands down one of a kind and I don't think I've done enough podcasts about it Um, I think I will go ahead and do a a bunch about them Uh, it's hard to find all of them I wish there was a place where the entire series existed I think Netflix has one of them I think HBO Max has another I don't know Uh, but that is the best live action franchise live action anime franchise um, to date, hands down. Cowboy Bebop is second. No doubt about it. 
But yeah, that's that's my opinion of the <laughs> Netflix live action Cowboy Bebop. Um, I didn't intend to be this long. It was a lot to talk about. It's still a lot to talk about. Um, but it just it came off. I think they pulled it off great. Visually, they pulled it off great. Actor wise, great. You get a lot of story we didn't get in the anime, um, which is good. I think it's how they did it made more sense than to just copy episodes and put them in. They took what they knew from the entire thing, being like, this should be our focus, and did that. Which is why there isn't an Ed. Because Ed Anks would kind of deter, which I don't think they would. But, you know. But, uh, Cowboy Bebop live action season one debut is on Netflix. It's good. Of the ones on Netflix, besides uh, besides Kitchen, <clears throat> that sounds like I just said Kitchen, Kenshin. I think New Beginning or The Beginning or End of the Beginning, whatever the fuck it's called, is what's there now. Besides that, Cowboy Bebop is the second best live action anime on. In existence, but I will say on Netflix right now. Um, it's just good. If you like the anime, if you can get over the fact that a particular character is not there, you're good to fucking go. If, if you can get over that, you'll fucking enjoy this. There's honestly no way you're not going to enjoy it. If you give them a minute, you'll adjust all that. <clears throat> Like, and the only person I really had to adjust to was Faye. I kind of had to adjust to Faye. His spike, I think, with that, his first initial fight scene with Spike, and you saw he was literally, literally doing his fighting style 100% based off the anime and his walk and shit. He was like, John Cho for president. That shit worked. You was loving it. You, 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 you're there for it after that. So. Check it out. Cowboy Bebop. Live action anime. That shit is rocking. Uh, it's good. Like, way better than the Full Metal Alchemist and Bleach. Way better than these fucking... Oh my, way, way fucking better. Way fucking better. So catch it on Netflix right now. 60 second review. <laughs>